Get ready, Ranger. Course starting in five, four, three, two, one. Seconds remaining. Guessing this isn't usually part of the course. Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to review another video game. This one's going to be for Remedy Games' new video game called Control. Uh, it came out on the 27th of August, and uh, I'm ready to review it spoiler-free. Um, it's interesting that I've chosen spoiler-free because I feel like the story and the characters, which is, you know, the events that happen to them, is the spoilery part. Because the gameplay stuff here and the mechanics and the especially the navigation of the game is what's actually much more interesting to me so that's that's one of the reasons why i've chosen to go spoiler free uh also in case you know if you guys haven't played the game it also helps that type of audience but i really don't have as much much interest with uh discussing the story and the characters necessarily uh and much more to do with the the, the story the, the uh the gameplay the gameplay, the mechanics, the powers, all, all those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, you you you're, you should be safe to listen to this if you haven't played the game. Um, so, do I like Control? I like Control a lot. Uh, now, just for the record, I am recording this before the apparent um, patch for uh, con uh, for Control is supposed to be coming out. Uh, Remedy Games has recognised that. This game does have a lot of stuttering. It does have specifically an issue when you unpause the game. And go to you know return to to play in the game. Uh, it stutters. It it doesn't resume resume uh, straight away, and that's that's a big problem for the game basically. Um, and I I did find a lot that when when I went to some of the you know some of the later game stuff when things get a bit more difficult, there's more enemies. Not necessarily not necessarily different enemies. There is different enemies, but that isn't really the focus. What the game focuses on towards the later parts is throwing more enemies at you as opposed to different ones uh, per se and uh, I did find that when there was you know you'd go into a room at certain points and there'd be lots of enemies floating and they'd have the red shields around them and uh, I'd often find that you know you'd have to go to a, a certain um, area of that room in order to, to trigger the enemies to actually start because you can throw whatever you want at them and that and they, they won't get damaged um, but yeah, it sort of works interestingly in terms of um, you'll go into a certain room, you'll start a fight, like you'll walk you'll walk into the room a certain amount before the enemies trigger and they they drop to the ground or whatever and they start fighting you. I often found that as I went through later parts of the game when there's more enemies, um, 
the the game just sometimes wasn't able to to handle that now just for the record again i'm playing on a base ps4 an original ps4 uh so not a slim not a pro nothing like that so i don't know if that's got something to do uh with this game's performance issues um but yeah, I, I found that the start ring was kind of a, a big problem with the game and just felt like it, it diminished the experience at certain points because at certain points the game would kind of stop for a second or two. So they, they do they do deserve to have some points, I guess, I guess taken away for the performance in this game. But on the bright side, if they are looking to make this patch and whatever, um, which would be a shame now because of how late I am in the game and stuff, um, it, it would be a shame if I'd like... I finished the game or whatever and then the patch came out but um yeah I want to move on to some positive stuff as well in terms of positive things the just the act alone of um because obviously you have telekinesis in this game which means you can you know pick up objects throw them and, and do all sorts of cool stuff the very act of picking up a sofa or a water cooler or a chair or a, a lamp or whatever you can find or just a piece of um, rubble or brick from the wall, like a piece of the wall you can kind of pull away and you can throw that at an enemy, at an enemy. Um, the very act of doing that and the sound design behind that, because you'll hear the object sort of swoosh towards you and then obviously as you throw the object, uh, makes another cool sound. So the sound design, that's the general sound design. Uh, behind this game I thoroughly enjoyed, I thought it, it was incredible, um, and at times I would basically um, ignore using my gun at certain points because what I'd essentially do is, I, I, I really went and focused on my um, an energy build basically on this game where I went for you know en energy re uh, use reduction or whatever so that I don't use as much, much energy, I went for sort of, um, it was either headshots or consistent kills or something. Uh, with the pistol would gain me back energy. I really went for this sort of gameplay style where I wasn't really shooting in enemies quite so much as to I, w I would just enter a room I would see a bunch of enemies I would grab either again either just a piece of the wall next to me or 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 a sofa or what what have you that's uh, like a box or whatever that's that's in front of me. I would basically just go into a room, press and hold R1, wait until I have an object pulled near me. Not necessarily completely towards me because you don't have to do that. Um, and then I would just start throwing. I, I would uh, like you know press R1 over and over again or whatever, or do that command over and over again, and I would just continuously throw stuff at enemies. And it was so so fun to do that. Um, I can't emphasize enough. As to how satisfying that was as well. And then what I'd essentially do. If I was in a bit more trouble. And I'd run out of energy. Obviously I still would. After a little while. I'd essentially end up taking cover. And shooting enemies. Until the, the, the moment that I got energy back. I would just start throwing stuff again. I wouldn't say that the shootings are let down in this game. I did enjoy shooting things in this game to a degree. But it's clearly the more interesting mechanic here. Is just pulling things towards you. Flinging them across the room. And at a certain point you do unlock um, the ability to, it's either dead enemies or, it's it, the ability is described as when an enemy is on low health you can pull them towards you and fling them at enemies. But I was like killing enemies and then it would, because it would come up with this sort of see through highlight option around an enemy. And I would just notice that and I'd sort of think you know I'll I'll throw my enemies back at my enemies kind of thing like I'd kill one enemy and then pick him uh, pull him towards me or her uh, and then just throw them at another enemy um, I did notice however I was challenged with um, 
what's it with uh, certain enemies that would be in the air because they would they would either be able to telegraph or be really good at dodging because I'd be throwing uh, again just stuff just uh, items objects pieces of the wall uh, just stuff I would be throwing things at the end these enemies and they would be dodging and it gave me there was a point where I, I almost got too comfortable as a as a uh, in terms of difficulty um, to where I would just sort of go into any room and know that I could okay I have the ability and I have you know, kind of learn how to use the mechanic of throwing certain uh, objects at, at, at enemies and stuff. And then when these enemies start dodging, I'm like, oh, I'm being kind of challenged more here. I, I need to sort of rethink or or do different things. Um, there would there would be a point as well. I noticed that if you pick up particular bigger objects, like there's, I think it, I didn't get a good look at the item, but it was like a forklift with a. Um, with like an explosive barrel on lint on it, and if you if you throw like bigger if you throw bigger objects, cause obviously there's things like um, little boxes, and then there's things like forklifts and um, fire extinguishers and stuff like that, and like fuel tanks or whatever. Um, I noticed that if you manage to get closer to some of those enemies, and um, what's it, and you're able to throw bigger things at closer range, The en you would be able to hit these enemies with things that you, you would throw, but it would just be a, a bit more difficult, and uh, every now and then you, you'd, you know, you'd dodge, you'd do whatever uh, to avoid their attacks, because uh, there's certain enemies that throw things at you as well, um, and uh, yeah, just that, just the idea of like kind of catching them out, or sort of, they, they would dodge, because I, because I, like I said, as I was going through the game, I was learning more and more how to sort of master... Well, not master necessarily. Get a lot better at the uh, telekinesis mechanic. Um, I'd sort of learn how to, like, throw one object, quickly look at another, and then just put, sort of pull that towards me and throw that. So I'd end up I'd end up sort of managing to throw two objects at these particular enemies in quick sort of succession and, like, catch them out. And that, that was very, very satisfying as well. But honestly, in terms of, like, game me mechanics and stuff, and some of the most satisfying game mechanics out there some people would say or in terms of weapons and combat and things like that a lot of people would say things like Kratos's uh, Levi Leviathan axe I think it's called this is up there the, the telekinesis stuff and granted it is let down by the game's performance because sometimes you'll go to pull again stuff objects towards you and the game will sort of stutter and you'll 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 I sort of walked into a room and like okay I'm gonna pick up this thing and throw it at that specific enemy and I'd just go ahead in the motion and do that. Um, the, the game's performance did kind of let that down at certain points and that was a disappointing sort of retraction from, from the game's experience. Um, so, and it, I mean, spoiler-free thoughts on the story and stuff. I mean, it's good. It, uh, it, it doesn't make sense in certain situations. I feel like they've gone for... If I was to, if I was to describe it in terms of a this thing meets the it's sort of a bit of um I've heard it's very Twin Peaks like um although I haven't seen uh, any of Twin Peaks not the reboot not the old stuff none of it or the, whatever it was the new continuation um I would compare it to like there's some Stranger Things kind of stuff in here there's a, there's some not demogorgons but there's some enemies that are a little bit demogorgon like uh and then of course L from uh Stranger Things has I think she has telekinesis and stuff like that. Um, yeah, she has telekinesis. You, you kind of get that sort of feel to it. Like you're you're almost throwing, well, you are using the same telekinesis type of power at things that look like, well, different demogorgons. So there, there's definitely a Stranger Things kind of element in here, and there's certainly the um, in terms of the game's main plot and the whole like the hiss and stuff like that kind of reminds me of you know the ups yeah that sort of upside down. 
uh, Demogorgon kind of angle. There's definitely something in there, Stranger Things. Like I would also compare it to a little bit X Files like. I haven't, I've, I've seen bits and pieces and heard stuff about the X Files, um, so I can't uh, personally compare it to that. My more personal comparison would be um, Stranger Things kind of meets Matrix in a way, maybe. Um, because you know, obviously I, I, can't, I can't compare it to Twin Peaks or X-Files because I've not personally seen those things. But that sort of sci-fi mystery, you've got powers, you are investigating certain things as well. So that's where the X-Files comparison comes in for me. Because I believe that's a, uh, you know, there's the F- 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 FBI, whatever a Mulder and Scully are. Again, I don't really know that much about X-Files. They're investigating, you know, weird stuff. You are doing that in here. And you are trying to work out certain things. But again, you're throwing stuff out. You're throwing around stuff like L... Uh, like how L does in Stranger Things, um, so I definitely give it that sort of comparison. So some good properties to kind of kind of lean on as well. Uh, I'd also compare it to yeah, in terms of the combat, you have got some like Matrix style type of things, not necessarily bullet time dodging and all that, but um, yeah, there's there's certainly that again those four shows or whatever that kind of or Matrix as a film. Um, those three shows in Matrix, that kind of mystery, combat, sci-fi angle is, is definitely um, where this thing kind of lands as well. Um, yeah, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it in terms of that as well. Uh, let's take a quick break here. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, another episode of Let's Play Sundays, episode 4, for Spider-Man on the PS4, just doing some New Game Plus, uh, side quests sort of stuff, so no no spoilers really in there. Uh, I did a little bit more of a negative podcast on uh, useless petitions and TV that I won't watch, I'll let you listen to the episode to get more context and what that's all about. Uh, but yeah, I, I decided to talk about, uh, instead of the things that we have seen, or the things that I have seen, the things that I won't watch, and why, and also talking about, uh, just lots of different petitions and hashtags that I've seen going around lately. So, yeah, make of that what you will. Uh, Man United drew away to Southampton on, um, I believe it was on Saturday, yeah, on Saturday, um, not quite as disappointing as the defeat at home to Crystal Palace, but, uh, again, we should have won, we could have won, but we didn't. Uh, there, there is going to be a break in the Premier League football. Will we, uh, Man United, 
are back playing uh, Leicester on the 14th of September. So in about two weeks' time, there's an international break. Uh, England have got Bulgaria on Saturday at 5. I won't be watching or podcasting on that game. Um, so don't expect any England football coverage. But I'll certainly be talking about uh, Man United when we come back as well. We've also had the... Um, Europa League draw to, to see who we've got in there and we've got Rochdale in the Carabao Cup soon as well so look out for those matches uh, we did a podcast last week with Robert discussing the D23 Marvel and Star Wars announcements specifically only those announcements I know that there's some other stuff as well um, last week on Geek Town David did recap the whole thing the whole of D23 with Beck so if you want more information on that check out geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio as well uh, so that was that um what else did we do? Last week on Gaming Talk, we talked about um, Telltale coming back. Uh, they're under new management and they're intending to... It looks like they're intending to do the Wolf Among Us and Batman continuation seasons. Uh, so look out for whatever Telltale has to say next. Uh, we talked about that. We also talked about some classic Disney remasters of games. Uh, the Genesis versions and some other versions of the old Aladdin and the Lion King games. Uh, so those are going to be coming out soon. Those are going to be coming to PS4, Switch and Xbox One to look out for those later in the year. And if you're a fan of Borderlands 3, we also talked about the new information about that as well. Uh, classic reviews are still continuing for Season 2. Season 2, Episode 7 was out this week. Uh, and it was for The Wire Season 1 on HBO. I also did kind of a companion episode talking about The uh, the Wire vs Breaking Bad, but just for Season 1, uh, to kind of tie it in with the Season 1 The Wire review. But I also did, yeah, a uh, The Wire vs Breaking Bad for Season 1, and kind of comparing both critically acclaimed shows' uh, first seasons. Uh, I did a solo podcast as well last week discussing the situation with Spider-Man. We, I also did talk to Robert about that in the D23 podcast that we did. Speaking of Control, if you want to see the first kind of slice of the game, the first 15 minutes, and want to watch me play it and discuss it, I did do a first impressions video of that as well. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare had, uh, had a uh, beta, uh, sorry, an alpha uh, last weekend at, for, during the D23 weekend. And uh, it was the 2v2 alpha. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Can't wait for October 25th for when that game comes out. But I did a let's play of that, of course, as well. And that is what we've been up to on entertainmenttool.org and on podcast platforms. Just in case you don't know, uh, Classic Reviews will have 10 episodes for the second season. And um, it will then have a season 2 rankings the week after. So it's got uh, episodes 8, 9 and 10. And then the the, uh, the uh, season 2 rankings after that. So have a look out for that as well. So yeah, overall I thoroughly enjoyed Control. Um, I thought that it, it, it kind of got to a point where the story had lost me to where I was. I was still picking up files and stuff like that. Just to get some of the lore stored in the, the, the uh, inventory I suppose. But the story had just lost me at a certain point to where, not to where I didn't understand it, I knew what I was still doing and everything, but just to where there was so much, I don't know, it, it just kind of loses itself at a certain point. I think the story is definitely the most disappointing part. In terms of characters though, there is like a few characters in here and there's some very notable characters, obviously Jessie the main protagonist, and she's got some interesting things going on with her, but... Um, there is it really isn't just a whole lot of character work or development per se. There's this, there's a relationship that Jesse has with someone or whatever, however you want to describe that, with a certain character later on, which kind of gets explored as well. But uh, yeah, there just really wasn't kind of a whole lot in there. I, w- I would definitely say, if you want a fun game that's got again some just really really great telekinesis powers, I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed using them. If you want to explore that a lot and you want to 
Um, just have fun kind of doing that and upgrading things and choosing kind of your own build as well. Like if you want to go more for health stuff, if you want to go more for um, upgrading your gun or whatever, you can do that. Um, so yeah, the last kind of point I wanted to make, it, which is unfortunately a negative point. This game is very, very difficult to navigate. Not in terms of menus and stuff, but in terms of the level design. Like you'll get told to go to containment and then so and so. Because you'll get basically your main mission listed like what you're going to do next and then it will say it will mention a particular bigger area so like a certain section because you've got like maintenance section you've got the research section you've got the i think the containment section and a whole bunch of other places so you'll have like these bigger areas and then it gets broken down into smaller areas as you go through and essentially what you'll end up doing is you know like when you go into a library or you go into like a public place that's got lots of different areas and it will say here's so and so's office on the first floor here's where the toilets are here's where the uh fiction section is of of books you'll basically be using in-game sort of signs from on, on like walls and stuff like i said basically you'll have um like if you're in the, uh, I think it's the executive area, it says here's where the boardroom is, like you go up and to the right, so it's like, okay, the the upper floor and then you go to the right, or like if you're going down a, a corridor, it will say, okay, the containment section is this way down the corridor and it will have little arrows. That's essentially what you've got to be able to use in the game. You do have a mini-map in the game that says like, okay, in the containment section or whatever, these five things are here and there's other rooms that you've got to uh, unlock and discover and explore but it'll essentially say like okay here's this rough mini map and here's sort of where things are um i i didn't feel like the mini map was that great either and i there was a lot of sections where um i'd get told to go to like a new area or something and uh the game would sort of say like okay this is in this bigger section so i'd go to usually the elevator and then go to um click on the that particular area and then once you get in there you've sort of got to work your way through certain sections of the building in order to get to where you want to go i really got lost at certain points um and uh it, it it's very kind of frustrating and difficult to navigate once you're there though i mean i mean once you're there you're there uh there are certain areas you'll you'll get used to like especially with the uh, the executive area like it says if it if if it tells you to go back to the boardroom or um certain other areas as well like you'll you'll start to learn where some of the more main areas are but once you finding a new area in this game and stuff or or sort of if it says hey go back to the maintenance and go to this bit you might sort of think like okay what where where was that again do i need to go to the elevator and am am i on the right floor um and am i in the right like uh individual section maybe or however you want to describe it so yeah i i could have done with like you know in sort of grand theft auto or red Dead redemption how it has if you would have given me a mini map and it would just say hey go this way turn left maybe go the elevator click on this particular floor i i, I could have done with just a, even if it was like a l- actual line on the floor or something just to just to give me like a waypoint to follow or something. I don't really know why the game didn't make that sort of stuff easier because that's not really like part of the mystery in that. Because I know I've this I know I've described here as to you know this mystery in the story into what's going on that sort of stuff. That's got nothing to do with the navigation though. Like they don't need to say hey go to the maintenance area and like oh it's a secret as to where it is. No, just tell me where that area is and I can go there and I can continue to uh, to progress. So. um 
yeah, it, I, I really kind of disliked the, the way of doing that. And I've not really seen a game really do that quite so much before. Um, as to where you don't have like a clear, okay, this is marked on this map. And here's the, the waypoint to where you got to get to. Because in terms of, I mean, unless you're like searching for someone in a smaller area. Which you'll, you'll search for like things within an area, which makes sense. Uh, and certain like puzzles and stuff that you'll do that's fine but like if you want to tell me okay you got to go to the the executive area or the maintenance area or the research area just just tell me how to get there um and then if there's something within a particular smaller section that i need to look for like an item or a person or something like that then that then that's fine like if if i need to do a puzzle to work out how to unlock a door or something like that that's fine but um yeah really kind of uh, annoying some of that sort of stuff as well um, but yeah, there, I, I thought Control was still a great game. It's got it's got its issues certainly, but if you man, it, it, if you, I know I've given this game a lot of stick in terms of its performance and the navigation stuff and everything, and the story kind of loses itself. But again, if you want a fun game with telekinesis and you can kind of ignore, maybe listen to a podcast, listen to music, or whatever you want to do, listen to you know, an entertainment talk podcast. Um, if you want to do that and then just like, okay, once you've worked out where to go and then just have fun with the combat, just have fun with it and then, um, just try to find the next area, listen to, listen to more music or whatever, um, or, or, or do something like that, whatever, um, or if you want to listen to, you know, something on YouTube or, or whatever, I, I would say this game is fine to do that, like, I, I would say try, try the first couple of hours, the first sort of three hours or so. And if you start to notice that the story is a bit more, just a bit more of a dud than what it could have been, um, then yeah, I, I would say you know you 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 kind of joined the same boat as that because um, yeah, I, I'm not kind of the only one that said you know the story kind of loses itself or whatever. But uh, again, I I can't emphasize I I can't emphasize enough how fun it is to just toss stuff across the room and just knock out enemies. And you will see if you're fighting one of the more human type enemies that have just been possessed. If you throw like something bigger at that enemy, they'll get knocked back, and it's just it's just a lot of fun. Um, or like if you throw something that would cause someone to splatter, perhaps they will do that. And this game, it feels surprisingly realistic. The kind of um, uh, physical, um, the, the the sort of physics engine of this game in terms of how how enemies react to things that you throw and how enemies get knocked about and everything so yeah thoroughly thoroughly enjoyable really enjoyed that and it's quite satisfying as well i couldn't manage to do it quite as many times as i wanted to but picking up like a fire extinguisher or picking up again one of the forklift things with the uh, the fuel tank on it or whatever that thing was and then like not only is that item particularly big so it's going to knock out a few enemies but there's also something explosive on that so it's going to blow up enemies as well and there was a couple of situations where I picked up like a fridge and again some soap. There's a lot of sofas in this game that you can pick up. Um, and because again they're big items and if you can throw it properly. Because if you if you pick up something as big as a sofa in this game or, or, or a, a bench or however you want to describe them. And you try and carry it through a door, it will get a little bit stuck. You'll have to make sure it's like following you properly. And in terms of when you throw it, like let's say you try and throw it through a doorway uh, you'll have to make sure that you kind of do that properly as well but if you can like time it right and do it right and knock down a bunch of enemies you can do that and it's just really satisfying there's also the fact of if there's an item you want to pull towards you um that's behind the enemy and you want to pull it towards you it will knock that enemy from the back just like how kratos's axe does do that in um 
in God of War. So yeah, th- thoroughly just enjoyable. If you can, I would recommend this game just for the telekinesis powers alone. They're they're that kind of uh, fun to use. So I mean, I mean, and I mean, yeah, you will run out of energy and you'll have to wait for it. You just have to basically wait for it to recharge. Uh, just like your gun as well. You'll you won't like reload necessarily. Uh, it's a bit like one of them sort of Star Wars guns. Um, uh, which are called uh, like, like uh, one of the blasters in uh, Star Wars. I remember in Battlefront Two and and the first Battlefront, you'll use certain guns to where you have to reload them and like reheat uh, and like catch it on the right thing or whatever. Uh, you're basically just with the energy and with the gun, no matter what type of gun you're using, um, or what mode of the gun you're using, you will just just basically have to wait for it to recharge. So yeah, thoroughly enjoyed this game uh, just from a telekinesis standpoint. So. Yeah, uh, that's my review of Control. Overall, I, I'd give this game a 9. I think if, if the technical performance had been there, it'll be interesting to see what this game looks like after they've done the patch. And if the if the, if the navigation, the technical side of the game, and the story had been better, I would have given this game a 10. But I'm going to give it a 9, um, just because of how fun the combat is to play. Um, and um, it, in in general, it, it is a good video game, but it just suffers from the again the three things that I've mentioned. So, but don't let me telling you about the negative stuff put you off from this game. It's really quite fun. It really is. So, um, yeah. So that's uh, my review for Control. Uh, I don't think I'll do like a, a spoiler sort of thing. I mean, if I, if I was going to, I would have attached it to the end of this uh, review, like we usually do, how we split up spoiler-free and spoiler sections, but I, I I don't have any thoughts on the spoiler stuff. If if Remedy announces, like, a Control 2 or something, and it, like, continues from the story, um, maybe then in the review for Control 2, which will, you know, be, be a few years away yet, I'll maybe bring up some plot and stuff in there, so we'll see how things go. But, um, yeah, that's my review for Control. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. It's, it's probably my game of the year so far, to be honest, but we are now getting into that busy section of the year where tons of things are going to start coming out. So we'll see what ends up at the top of the list. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, you can, uh, if you want to submit uh, feedback, what did you think of the game, if you've played it, um, and, again, if you haven't, if you've got any other questions, would I, rec- I would still recommend it. So, um, yeah, there's that as well. But if you want to get in contact for anything else, uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK as a contact page and information in your show notes. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. We also have an Amazon affiliate link. Uh, we're also on iTunes, of course, as well. Please rate, review, and rate, review, and subscribe to those. Um, what else is there? There is, uh, yeah, word of mouth. Please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. If you see them talking about either football, because we have, of course, the Man United podcast, uh, TV, video games, or films, so any of those four topics, tell them about the website and the iTunes feeds. That will help us out as well. Uh, what else is there that you can do? Um, yeah, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. And video games, look out for us playing different video games. Me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. Look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.